Amen. Welcome to church today. Please turn in your Bibles to the book of Genesis, chapter 13. Genesis 13, verses 14 to 17 in the NLT. The Lord said to Abram, look as far as you can see in every direction, north and south, east and west. I am giving all this land as far as you can see to you and your descendants as a permanent possession. And I will give you so many descendants that, like the dust of the earth, they cannot be counted. Go and walk through the land in every direction, for I, I am giving it to you. Often when we think of walking around walls, our minds run to Jericho. Not long ago, while driving home from church, my son turned to me and said, sometimes you walk around to build up walls. The Lord said to Abram, look as far as you can see in every direction, north and south, east and west. I am giving all this land as far as you can see to you and to your descendants as a permanent possession. And I will give you so many descendants that, like the dust of the earth, they cannot be counted. Then the Lord said to him, go and walk through the land in every direction, for I am giving it to you. It seems that our going and walking has something to do with gaining the possession the Lord is giving to us. That our going out, our walking, our seeing it with our own eyes, that it has something to do with gaining the possession the Lord has for us. The Voice Bible reads, look around you now, as far as you can see to the north, south, east, and west. All of the land you see is for you and your descendants to possess forever. I will make your descendants as many as there are specks of dust on the earth. If anyone could count the dust of the earth, then he could also count how many descendants I'm talking about. Go on now and walk the entire expanse of the land, for you need to see what I am giving you. I love how that reads, go now, go on now and walk the entire expanse of the land, for you need to see. You need to see what I am giving you. You need to see it with your own eyes. You need to gaze upon it. You need to look upon it. You need to become familiar with it and intimate with it. I believe the Lord is saying something to us. I believe that he is saying to us, it is time to get our eyes on the land, on the provision, on the possession, on the gift of God, on all that he is giving us. Get our eyes on the promise. Get our eyes on the expanse. The Lord is coming to remind us of the great promises he has spoken to us. The great promises he has spoken to us as individuals, as families, as sons and daughters, as disciples, as Christians, as churches, as the church of Jesus Christ. He's coming to remind us of the possession he has promised, the possession that he is giving to us and he is saying to us, 
Go and walk through the land in every direction, for I'm giving it to you. Go on now. Walk the entire expanse of the land, for you need to see what I'm giving you. Set your eyes upon it. Set your gaze upon it. Become intimate with it. Familiar with it. You see, the Lord wants us to see the possession and secure the possession before we receive the possession. The promise was sure. The promise was yes and amen. But the Lord wanted Abram to walk the land and to see it with his eyes, see it with his own eyes. It's time that we move out and walk the land and see with our eyes, that which the Lord is giving to us. It is time to move out and walk the land, and it is time to build up walls. It is time to build up walls of protection. It is time to build up walls of fortitude, walls of offense, of offense, walls of ownership, walls of personal identification, that is connection and association with the possession of the Lord. The Lord is calling us to step out. The Lord is calling us to step out and walk the expanse of the land, to see with our own eyes that which he has promised us, that which he is giving us, delivering to us, placing in our hands. It's time to walk out and see the possession and secure the possession even before we ever come to receive the possession. It's time to move out. It's time to build up walls. In the book of Nehemiah, chapter 2, verses 11 to 18. So I came to Jerusalem and was there three days. Then I arose in the night, I and a few men with me. I told no one what my God had put in my heart to do at Jerusalem. Nor was there any animal with me except the one on which I rode. And I went out by night through the valley gate to the serpent well and the refuse gate and viewed the walls of Jerusalem which were broken down and its gates were burned with fire. Then I went on to the fountain gate and to the king's pool but there was no room for the animal under me to pass. So I went up in the night by the valley and viewed the wall. Then I turned back and entered by the valley gate and so returned. And the officials did not know where I had gone or what I had done. I had not yet told the Jews, the priests, the nobles, the officials, or the others who did the work. Then I said to them, you see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lies waste and its gates are burned with fire. Come and let us build the wall of Jerusalem that we may no longer be a reproach and I told them of the hand of my God, which had been good upon me, and also of the king's words, the king's words that he had spoken to me. So they said, let us rise up and build. Then they set their hands to this good work. It's not only our feet and our eyes that have a role to play in this. We have to get our hands involved in the process we go and we walk and we see with our eyes the possession of the Lord, the promise 
of the Lord, this great expanse, all that he has promised us. We go and we walk and we see with our eyes what the Lord is giving us. And we get our hands involved and we begin to build. We begin to build a wall. The wall in Nehemiah was broken down. It had become a disgrace. It had become a reproach. Looking to now, I wonder if there are any walls in ruins concerning us. I wonder if there are any walls in ruins, walls that we've allowed to deteriorate, walls that we've not guarded, walls that we've not set a watch upon, walls that we've allowed compromise to eat away at. You see, the promise of the Lord is still the possession. It is his heart that we possess the land, that which he has given to us. And it might be that today that we need to arise, that we need to go, that we need to go and walk the land and see again for ourselves the good thing the Lord has promised us, the good thing the Lord has given us. And we need to start repairing the walls and strengthening the walls, purifying the walls, purified walls. The message, come. Let's build the wall of Jerusalem and not live with this disgrace any longer. I told them how God was supporting me and how the king was backing me up. They said, we're with you. Let's get started. They rolled up their sleeves, ready for the good work. I want to encourage us today. Today is the day to roll up our sleeves, ready for the good work. The reproach has lasted long enough. The disgrace has lasted long enough. And the Lord is here to put it into hearts today, a heart to build. The Lord is with you today to put it into your heart, a heart to build. In this day and age, in this time in history, we need an army of Nehemiahs. There are lives with broken down walls, ruins, Lives that once had strong walls, walls around the possession of the Lord. There are homes with broken down walls, ruins. Homes that once had strong walls, walls around the possession of the Lord, the promise of the Lord, the expanse that the Lord had given. There are churches with broken down walls, ruins. Churches that once had strong walls, walls around the possession of the Lord. And today there is a form of Christianity with broken down walls, ruins. A system that once had strong walls, walls around the possession of the Lord. The Lord is calling us today. The Lord is calling us to rise, to go out and to walk the land. To take a look at all that he has promised us the great promise and provision of the Lord, that we go and look upon the land, that we understand how great it is, the expanse of the land, and that we begin, after seeing with our own eyes just how good the promise of the Lord is, we begin to build up these walls. Words of David Wilkerson, 
in Nehemiah's day, the walls of Jerusalem were in ruins. The city, a literal pile of stones. And the church was totally backslidden with no witness left. The wicked powers surrounding Israel persecuted them severely, mocking every work they tried to undertake. How did God respond in such a time, such a time of ruin? Did he send a well-trained army to help them? Did he send a palace guard to smite their prominent enemies? No. God raised up a man, Nehemiah. Nehemiah was a man with God's burden on his heart. He spent his time praying, fasting, and mourning because he was broken over Israel's condition. He was continually, continually crying out. He also continually dug into God's Word, grasping prophecy and moving in the Spirit. Although Nehemiah served as a cupbearer to the king of Persia, he remained separate from the wickedness surrounding him. In the midst of all the sensuality, immorality, and godlessness taking place in Israel, he maintained a holy walk with the Lord. And in turn, everyone who heard him preach was purified in soul. Soon, a revival of holiness swept the land. The priests and the Levites purified themselves and purified the people and the gates and the wall, Nehemiah 12.30. The house of God was also purged with everything of flesh cast out. Nehemiah sent workers into the temple telling them, I want every piece of filth out of here. Don't leave anything that has to do with idolatry or sensuality. See Nehemiah 13, 8 and 9. Beloved, this is God's concept of revival. It's all about sweeping out every chamber in your heart that's unclean and unsanctified. He wants no dark places left. Where did Nehemiah get such spiritual authority to cause compromises to tremble? And to bring back godly fear to the temple, the king did not give it to him. No church bishop gave it to him. He didn't learn it from Bible school. No. Nehemiah got his authority on his knees, weeping, broken, wanting to know God's heart. Because he was a man of prayer, he was able to confess the sins of the whole nation that thou mayest hear the prayer of thy servant, which I pray before thee now day and night, and confess the sins of the children of Israel. Both I and my father's house have sinned. We have dealt very corruptly against thee and have not kept the commandments. Nehemiah 1, 6 and 7. We need a heart to build. We need a heart to build. We need a people with a heart to build, sons and daughters with the heart to build, fathers and mothers with a heart to build, a people in all aspects of life, all environments with a heart to build. We are going to have to get on our knees, weeping, broken, wanting to know God's heart. This is where we get the authority we need 
to cause compromises to tremble and to bring back godly fear. The individual level, the family level, the corporate level, even the national and international level. Purify our hearts, Lord. Work on our hearts, Lord. Give us a heart to build. Move our heart. I want to say to all of us here today, every person listening to this, every person watching this, don't forfeit the possession of the Lord for anything. Don't forfeit the possession of the Lord, the promise of the Lord, all that he has promised us, the goodness of the Lord, the land that God has given us, the great expanse. Don't forfeit the possession of the Lord for anything. Don't give up that which the Lord has given you and is giving you. We say things like, I'm all alone in this. The Lord is always with us. We say things like, I'm all alone in this. But in chapter 2 of Nehemiah, verse 18, this is what the text says, I told them of the hand of my God, which had been good upon me, and also of the king's words that he had spoken to me. So they said, let us rise up and build. And they set their hands to this good work. The message reads, I told them how God was supporting me and how the king was backing me up. They said, we're with you. Let's get started. They rolled up their sleeves ready for the good work. I want to tell us all today and remind us that God supports those with the heart to build up walls. The king backs up those with the heart to build up walls. And there are others. There are others whose hearts are moved at the report of the Lord. And I pray that your heart is moved at the report of the Lord. There are those who will rise and say, those are who are saying even right now, let us rise up and build. For there is an army and there is a people with a different heart rising in the land and rising on the planet in this time in history, a people with a heart to build that will not forfeit, that refuse to forfeit the promise of the Lord, the possession of the Lord, all that he has given to them. Apathy, disinterest, disregard, and pride. Compromise, love of compromise, acceptance of compromise, and tolerance of compromise. So to keep the peace or for whatever reason, these will leave walls ruined. If God is saying, build the walls, Let's build the walls. If God is calling us to build walls, let's build walls. And even if no one else has a heart to build, let us determine in ourselves that we will build. We are responsible for the possession that the Lord has given us. You are responsible for the possession that the Lord has given you. That's why the Lord comes to an individual like Abram and he says, rise and go out. This is the possession I'm giving to you. Secure it for not only you, but for your descendants, for those to come, for the generations to come. Go out and walk the land and see with your own eyes what I am promising you. It takes somebody who will rise up at the word of the Lord and walk out in faith.
having not yet received the possession, but going out and seeing the possession and securing the possession before they ever receive the possession. That's what the Lord is calling us to today. We are responsible for the possession the Lord has given us. Today, like Abram, maybe it's time we rise and take a walk. Maybe it's time we rise and take a walk and see it for ourselves. See it for the first time or perhaps for a second time. See it once again. Like Nehemiah, we may need to get on our knees weeping. We may need to get on our knees weeping and broken, wanting to know God's heart, wanting to understand His heart, that we hear from Him. And then we rise and we purpose. We call our people, we call people, we call ourselves, we commission ourselves, we commend ourselves to begin to build, to build the walls. Let's build the walls and not live like this any longer. No reproach and no disgrace. God will support us. The king will back us up. And so I say to us today, let's get started. Let's roll up our sleeves, ready for the good work. Purified walls, purified gates, walls of salvation and gates of praise that all that enters praises our God, blesses, exalts, and magnifies our God. Would you today ask the Lord to give you a heart to build? Would you remember the promise of the Lord? Would you rise and would you go out and would you walk the land? Would you see with your own eyes today all that God has promised? All the goodness of the Lord, the great expanse, the possession the Lord has for you, for your family, for your church, the possession the Lord has promised. Would you today rise and go out and see it? Would you today secure the possession of the Lord? Though we have not yet received it, there are things we are still receiving. Promises. Would you rise today and go out? Begin to secure the promise of the Lord. Begin to build walls, a heart to build. Build these walls of protection around the possession of the Lord. These walls of fortitude. These walls. These walls of a connection with what God has promised. Walls of identification. All these things. Would we rise today and be a people that connect with the possession of the Lord? Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for the encouragement in your word. I pray today, Lord, that we would be a people that would not forfeit the promise of the Lord, the possession of the Lord for anything. I pray that we would set our eyes and our hearts on what is right in this life. Many distractions come, Lord. Discouragement may come. God, the lies of the enemy come. But I pray that we would be a people that hear your word, Lord. A people that hear your promise. Lord, remember that your promise is true. And that we rise and we go out and we see even right now today afresh, Lord. Show us. Take us, lead us out, Lord. Walk with us. 
Let us experience the expanse of the possession of God. Let us see it once again. Let us secure it. Let us be those that build the walls, Lord. The walls around the possession of the Lord. And if we are those today that once had strong walls standing around the possession of the Lord, but have allowed these walls to crumble, forces have come and we haven't been as diligent as we should have been. And here these walls lie in ruins. I pray today, Lord, that we would hear that you are still for us and that we would rise today. Lord, we would determine in our hearts, have a heart to build and begin to lay the stones once again to build a strong wall. Lord, let us prophesy over the walls. Let us prophesy into the walls, Lord, as we build the walls that secure the possession of the Lord. We thank you today. Thank you for all that you're doing in our lives, Lord. We remember all your goodness in the past. And Lord, we bask in your goodness in the present. And Lord, we anticipate, we anticipate your goodness in the future. All glory to you. We love you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you today. Go with God.